The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Deacon Mark Campbell. Mark Amadeo. Ooh, yeah! And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning and welcome into the Catholic Morning Show. Deacon Mark Campbell in for John Leonetti. We're grateful that you have chosen to be with us this morning. We're grateful to be with you, along with Brady Grimm in the production studio and Deacon Tony Valdez. We have uh, lined up a show today that we hope you will find beneficial to the start of your week this President's Day, January or February the 19th. And uh, some of you have kids off from school today. Some of you actually have the day uh, off, but we, we're not taking a day off here. We're going to bring you uh, our best effort here this morning. And at 745, we're going to have Claudia Cangilla McAdam, and she's written a, a book, a, a children's book. So if you're looking ahead towards how you're going to fill your children's Easter basket uh, this uh, this year, this is might be a great uh, thing that you you will want to look into. St. Paul's Nephew to the Rescue is the book, and it's ba- based on uh, based on scripture, and uh, it, it looks delightful. Just had it handed to me this morning, so I haven't had a chance to read it, but we're going to look forward to speaking with Claudia about her inspiration for the book and what people uh, can expect from it and what their kids can take away from it. So that will be at 745 today at 715. Uh, it was only a matter of time, but uh, Mrs. Campbell's going to come on the show today. And, you know, we had the fortunate opportunity on Saturday to speak at the Teams of Our Lady uh, Day of Reflection. Of course, my wife and I have been a part of Teams of Our Lady now for about four years, I think it was. We were we, we tried to form sort of late in 2020, but it was actually early in uh, 2021 when our team launched, Team 31. And it's been a blessing to our marriage and and. and Along the way, we've been invi- able to invite other people to join teams. And, of course, as Team 31, you can imagine, uh, there's a long history of teams here in the Des Moines metro area. And, uh, you know, I'm sure around the state. So if you're familiar with Teams of Our Lady, tune in to uh, 715 and, and hear about uh, the experience on Saturday, as well as give consideration to if, if you might want to form a teams group that uh, will enhance your marriage and, and find a group of, of people that you can do life with together as as married couples. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that conversation. I'm grateful that she has agreed to come on and do that. We'll have Mark Amadeo of Sports, Brady with Weather, and I will have some news for you. Before we go further, let's go to Deacon Tony Valdez for our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus, and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deacon. Let's take a look now at our top news stories of the day. News this morning brought to you by Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, a Catholic-owned and operated funeral home with locations in Urbandale, Adel, Perry, and Winterset. Learn more at caldwellparish.com. Well, this spring and summer, the buzz of the bugs outside may be a bit louder than usual in some parts of Iowa. Iowans are used to seeing and hearing cicadas, but in 2024, it is a special year for a periodical cicada brood common to neighboring Illinois, known as Brood 13. The last time this brood emerged was in 2017. Cicada Brood 19 will, uh, yeah, 19 will also be emerging this year for the first time since 2011. The two broods have not emerged together since 1803 when Thomas Jefferson was president, making this phenomenon incredibly rare. Aside from their noisy nature, cicadas are not a threat as they do not typically bite or sting humans. 
Given how warm of winter Iowa has seen this year, the cicadas could begin to emerge as early as April once the ground temperature reaches around 64 degrees. Nearly 400 people were arrested in Russia amid demonstrations mourning the Friday death of jailed opposition leader Alexei Navalny. According to rights groups, prison officials claimed Saturday the 47-year-old died of sudden death syndrome, a catch-all term for various causes of cardiac arrest. Navalny's family has been unable to locate the body. The longtime YouTuber and one-time presidential candidate had amassed 6 million followers for his documentary exposés of corruption in Russia under current President Vladimir Putin. In late 2020, Navalny nearly died after being poisoned with a Soviet-era nerve agent and was flown to Germany for recuperation. He was jailed upon voluntary returning to Russia in 2021. His death comes a month before elections where Putin is slated to win a fifth presidential term amid limited opposition. The Catholic prayer app Hallow has made history becoming the first religious app to reach the number one spot on Apple's App Store. Hallow reached the top spot on Ash Wednesday, February 14th, which was the same day its Lent Prayer 40 prayer challenge started. More than one million people joined the Lenten Prayer Challenge, featuring Catholic actors Jonathan Rumi and Mark Wahlberg, as well as Father Mike Schmidt and Sister Mary Bernice. The Catholic app surpassed the e-commerce app Timu, which previously held the number one spot on Wednesday evening and held its top ranking into Thursday morning. With roughly 85 employees, Halo is a significantly smaller company than those creating apps who tend to rank higher in the app store. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with a scoreboard update. In sports on your President's Day holiday Monday morning, Saturday night, high school girls class 5A regional semifinal basketball as the postseason began for the Dowling Catholic girls. And third-ranked Dowling Catholic defeating Des Moines Lincoln 106-22 at the Dowling Catholic gym. Maroons were led by freshman Kaylee Klein with 20 points, sophomore Ellie Muller with 16 points, junior Layla Tritton with 15 points, and junior Ava Zedeker with 14 points. Dowling advances to the regional final in Class 5A this Tuesday night as Dowling will host Des Moines Roosevelt at 7 o'clock at the Dowling Catholic Gym and we'll have the game on Iowa Catholic Radio. Yesterday, men's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference. Well, the Drake Bulldogs now are in a tie for first place with Indiana State. Yesterday, Drake defeated Murray State by the score of 95-72 to at the Knapp Center Des Moines. So Drake is now tied for the conference lead with Indiana State with a conference record of 13-3 as Indiana State lost on Saturday night. In other games, Northern Iowa moved into a tie for fourth place as they upset second place Bradley by the score of 74-63 at the McLeod Center in Cedar Falls. UNI Panthers now 9-7 in the conference, again tied for fourth with an overall record of 15-12. Tonight, men's college basketball in the Big 12. First place on the line on Big Monday as number 10 Iowa State at number 3 Houston. Both teams are tied with 9-3 conference mark in the Big 12. 8 o'clock tip-off from Houston, Texas. And tonight, boys class 4A substate basketball. The first round here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Des Moines East at Dowling Catholic. We'll be on the air at 645 from the Dowling Catholic Gym with tip-off at 7 o'clock. Join Jimmy Cataldo and me from the Dowling Catholic Gym tonight on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio network stations. And with your Monday morning President's Day holiday sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. 
I think we know who had the day off today. Yeah, did, Mark was pretty enthused about that President's Day. Yeah, it uh, sounded like it. I, I was surprised. I, I think we should get the day off. I don't know. Well, we'll work at least until 8 o'clock today, up until the end of the show, and then we'll see, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. What do we got for weather today, Brady? Yeah, thank you, Mark. Uh, for today's forecast, it's being brought to you by Deary of Ames, home of Warranty Forever, offering new used and commercial vehicles, as well as service and Mopar parts. You can learn more at Deary ames.com for today partly cloudy skies with highs around 50 degrees and for tonight mostly clear in the evening then becoming partly cloudy with lows in the mid 20s and on your tuesday sunny skies highs in the lower 50s um, current temperatures around the region uh, for the high creston is at 25 degrees and then other temperatures include marshalltown at 21 Ames at 22, and here in Des Moines, 24 degrees. And that's your Iowa Catholic Radio Network forecast. Thank you, Brady. The time is 7.08. And uh, again, we're grateful that uh, you've chosen to spend your time with us this morning. And and I know what uh, those of you who tune in with regularity, you know, we've talked quite a bit about how how you should be spending Lent. And, And maybe you just haven't gotten around to making that decision of what your your sacrifice or or what you're going to uh, uh, offer up this Lent or add to your life as you try to increase a a life of prayer, uh, fasting, and uh, almsgiving. But, uh, you know, the story there on the Hallow app I, I found to be Really exciting because if you watch the Super Bowl, uh, the the number of ads that Timu ran during the, the Super Bowl was uh, it, it was a lot, and it uh, you know I think it was seven million per thirty second spot. Uh, I don't I don't know what their investment was in the Super Bowl, but it was it was pretty significant. But in that story we had there in the uh, to open the show, uh, Hallow paid for for one thirty second spot, and and from that one thirty second spot. They were able to surplant Timu as the uh, the number one app last Wednesday, and making it the the first religious app to 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 reach that spot in the the Apple App Store, and I think j- that just shows a little bit of uh, uh, you know kind of where our society is at, right? That there is a hunger, there is a hunger to be fed and and, and to be led, and, and one of the things that the Hallow app is is doing, and my I know my wife has downloaded it and is is doing the uh, uh, the forty day Lenten journey with Hallow. Is they're doing a a feature on the book He Leadeth Me by Father Walter J. Sizik. He was a Jesuit priest and missionary who was imprisoned for twenty years in in the Soviet Union amid some of the worst conditions imaginable, and uh, and I mean that uh, that's not hyperbole. If uh, if you haven't read the book, I, I strongly encourage encourage you to read it. And this is from one, if again, if you listen with regularity, John calls me out and he reveals to, to you listeners that I'm not much of a reader, but uh, I don't even remember how this book was recommended to me, but uh, I picked it up and I literally couldn't put it down. Uh, I was so enthralled by what this, this priest went through and how he was able to persevere under, again, unimaginable conditions and what he had to witness and what he did, you know, while, while he was in prison, ministering to those around him, even though it, it, it put his life in, de- in jeopardy. Many of the things he, he experienced was as the result of him living out his priesthood in, in the Russian prison camps. And it's just a phenomenal book that if, if you read it, you know, on the hardest of days, 
you can, this book will help put in perspective. Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of somebody always has it worse because that, that sometimes I think can minimize our own struggle, right? but it can help put things in a proper light. So if you have not, uh, chosen a, a, a Lenten, uh, uh, you know, activity, Again, within fasting, hopefully you have some free time to do, do some, some things, right? You know, when you're hungry, uh, you, you know, avoiding food or whatever it is that you've sacrificed, turn to, turn to prayer. And Hallow is a way to lead you through that. In this book, He Leadeth Me, is, is they're using that as a part of the, uh, their, their journey Lenten uh, prayer experience that I, I, couldn't, I couldn't encourage it enough. Because again, the book it was impactful to me. I know I made a social media post after reading it. And uh, I, I gave away three copies of the book to, to people who were interested. And, uh, and I probably need to go back and pick it up. And it's just now occurring to me how it was recommended to me. And, and this will shock probably none of you who know him, but Monsignor Bignano was the one who recommended the book to me. And he had told me that he keeps it by his bedstand um, and, and often picks it up and reads just a passage every night. Uh, just to help him give thanks for, for the blessings of the day. Because when you read what Father uh, Sizek experienced, you can only, I think, give thanks for uh, the blessings that we, we have in our life, even, even in the darkest times. So, Coming up, we're going to have a conversation with Claudia Kinjilla McAdam, the author of St. Paul's Nephew to the Rescue, a great uh, item that could be a, an Easter gift for a child in your life. I'm thinking right away of one of our, or some of our 11 godchildren that my wife and I have, that some, this would still be applicable to them. And then uh, speaking of my wife, we're going to talk to her at 7.15, so we're just after this break. So don't go anywhere. It's the Catholic Morning Show. I'm Deacon Mark Campbell in for John Leonetti. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you in just, or talk to you in just a few minutes. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by the law offices of Amanda T. Adams. Catholic-owned and operated, Amanda can help with business formation, contracts, commercial transactions, and other business legal matters. Learn more at amandatadamsjdlaw.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Next Generation Realty, a Catholic and family-owned flat-fee brokerage serving central Iowa since 1994. Next Generation Realty can handle every step of the process of buying or selling a home. Learn more at nextgenerationrealty.com. Throughout history, our Lord has shown us that He is truly present in the Blessed Sacrament. Experience these wonders for yourself as Iowa Catholic Radio presents the Vatican International Exhibition, Eucharistic Miracles of the World, at St. Joseph Catholic Church in Des Moines, now through March 27th. Learn more about how you can bring this beautiful panel display to your parish, school, or faith-based organization by calling 515-223-1150 or visit iowacatholicradio.com. Support for programming comes from Catholic Charities of the Diocese of Des Moines, inviting you to Shamrocks and Shenanigans, Saturday, March 2nd, at the shop, 901 Cherry Street in downtown Des Moines. Prepare yourself for a unique evening of Irish fun in support of vital programs, which assist those most in need in our communities. Food, music, and fun for all. Tables and individual tickets available at catholiccharitiesdm.org. Shamrocks and Shenanigans, Saturday, March 2nd. Thank you, Catholic Charities, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from the Catholic Tuition Organization. Reduce or eliminate your Iowa income tax and instead give to the Catholic Tuition Organization and receive 75% Iowa tax credits. These tax credits are going fast, so reserve yours today and learn more about the Catholic Tuition Organization at ctoiowa.org. ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their futures. Catholic Tuition Organization, a great investment in our kids. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the Catholic Morning Show. Deacon Mark in for John Leonetti. He's, uh, it is the season of parish missions, and so he's going to be gone uh, quite a bit. Just giving you a little bit of a warning. He's going to be gone quite a bit these next two weeks. I think out of the next 11 show days, uh, you're going to have to endure me for eight of those. So we pray for him. We pray for those that he will be... Um, witnessing to and, and bringing the joy of the gospel uh, during this season of Lent. So uh, pray for his safe travels and also pray for his family, because I know that it, uh, it, it does create a little bit of uh, challenge for his wife, Teresa, uh, when he is gone. But uh, but he's doing he's doing the Lord's work. And it's in it, it, it. I know it's greatly appreciated to those that he presents to. So uh, teams of Our Lady, if you're not familiar, is a marriage apostolate. And uh, it, it began in the 1930s by Father Henry Cofferell. And uh, it began in France, and it was a, a movement of marital, marital spirituality. And as it grew uh, over five continents, it came to the United States in 1958. Um, here in Des Moines, I'm not sure exactly how long it's been in place, but I know there are, I think there's currently 33 teams that uh, over the course of time have uh, have formed. And my wife and I, Maria, are a part of Team 31, and I want to welcome her into the show right now. Good morning, dear. Good morning. And this is, uh, and this is gen- generally good morning, because you get up and leave to go work <laughs> out, uh, bef- and then while you're gone, I end up most mornings leaving for, uh, to come in here to the radio station. So this is actually the first time we've, other than a couple quick text messages this morning, uh, had the opportunity to talk. Thanks for coming on. You bet. So uh, this uh, last Saturday, we had the privilege of speaking at the Teams of Our Lady Day of Reflection, which was for the Des Moines area couples. And I don't know about you, but I was uh, I was overwhelmed by the response and, and almost intimidated by the uh, by the size of the audience. Uh, what were, what were your initial thoughts on, on on Saturday's experience? Yeah, similar thoughts. I didn't. I guess neither of us really knew what to expect. We weren't really given, you know, a number of people until we kind of uh, maybe the night before kind of got an idea. So yeah, it was honestly really encouraging to see that many people there who are just there for the purpose of striving to have holy marriages. So really overwhelming in such a great way to see that. So what I don't remember who which one of us was introduced to Teams of Our Lady, or at least the idea of being a part of Teams of Our Lady group. Do you remember? Yeah, I think, gosh, as you were talking in that intro, I was trying to think when Toby, he's almost 20 now, he would have been little, so it's been at least 15 years when we were at our former parish. I remember people talking about it then, so it's been at least that long ago. I just remember hearing it and kind of being curious about what that was at the time. You know, we were just in a different place, not ready for all of that, I guess. And then you were 
we were also discerning deacon formation, so that kind of took precedence there for a while. Um, and so then, yeah, I'm not sure, I guess many things happen to lead to us deciding to form a team, if you remember that, just kind of mm-hmm. thinking about maybe we'd start a book club or maybe we'd do something just realizing that, you know, the empty nest wasn't that far off for us. And so kind of starting to think about who are we going to do life with to help us to grow in our holiness and grow in our marriage. And um, at some point in there, yeah, actually it was Brian Moylan. I remember we saw him at a graduation party, and we were in the midst of praying about if we were going to start some sort of a book club for couples or what it was going to be. And we met Brian and Anne, and they started talking about teams. And I just remember you and I having a conversation at some point. You know, my memory's not great, but um, at some point saying, oh, this is maybe this is exactly what we've been looking for. And so just kind of snowballed from there, started digging into it and, and realized, yeah, it was a good time for us to jump into that. So here we are four years later. Yes. And we were uh, again, we were we were imagining and I think as they presented what teams of Our Lady was, we, we were in a position to sort of digest or accept what they were like. Yes, this is exactly what we were dreaming about. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was in the uh, still in the throes of, of the pandemic world we were living in of 2020 and we uh we uh, we invited some couples to to discern this with us uh, on whether they would like to to join a group and it, so we were able to form in 2021 we have what uh, is there four other couples in our group presently and then we yeah. have uh, father mark mcgeary is our, our our spiritual uh director i guess you, you you'd uh, i mm-hmm. think that's the title they apply for him what would you say has been the overall uh, benefit uh, for our marriage? I know what I would say, but uh, I'm interviewing you here. What's the, I can't the overall... wait to hear what you want to say. You have to share your side, too. <laughs> What's been the overall uh, benefit honestly, for our marriage as being a part of teams? Yeah, just the intentionality of thinking about um, just being intentional and setting aside time to talk about our marriage and where are we. I mean, we were a couple before we had kids, and I think it's easy to get into raising kids and forgetting that you were a couple first and that that's most important. And I think just kind of circling back to that for us has been good, even though we're not great at it. We can admit our <laughs> our downfall on the air live. Um, you know, even though we're not great at it, just having that intentionality of, hey, we should be doing a sit down. We should be praying together. We should be doing all of these things. So just kind of keeping that, giving us those little goals, giving us that little day-to-day nudge of, always trying to be better, always trying to communicate better, always trying to love each other better. And, um, yeah, that's in a nutshell. But I want to hear what you want to say. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, that's not how this works. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, come on now. I'm going to flip the tables here. <laughs> no, I, I, and I think that it, maybe in a little bit it points to a little bit where we were naive. And I think I think our, part of our hesitancy early on when it was presented to us is because we did have young kids and, and we maybe felt our time was uh, we didn't have the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, life was too busy. But that was one of the takeaways from Saturday is we had, I think, three couples that brought uh, infants uh, to, to the to the day of reflection. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and I know there were other there others there that have many kids and got babysitters for the morning to be there. And, and that's uh, the benefit of a teams of Our Lady group is it it, it goes across many generations, um, you know, mm-hmm. from from those who, again, have young families to those who are empty nesters or have, have, you know, multiple grandchildren. Right. So there's an opportunity to draw upon one another's wisdom. Our group is, uh, you know, I think a little bit more uh, peered in that there's a, a, a which adds to the struggle of us trying to uh, make our meetings. But, um, you know, I would say 
exactly what you said and, and going back to one of the points I was hoping to make Saturday is that if we're not intentional uh, to, about our marriage, unintentional actions seep in. And those unintentional actions are usually not always good. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's um, it, you know, shortness with one another. There's a lack of patience and, and frustration and resentment that can build in if you're not taking intentional time to take inventory, if you will, of, of where your marriage is at. And that's one of the, the tools or the endeavors that Teams of Our Lady provides is, you know, they encourage a, a weekly sit down, if not monthly, to do just a check in. Where are we? And, and they, one of the things they, they do encourage that is, especially if you do have kids, is make part of that conversation not about the kids. Like mm-hmm. make, make it about you and your spouse, because that's what we owe our children is, is a, uh, a beautiful and holy marriage. So it's um, uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you have any further thoughts on on that, but. Yeah, just I guess I would, as you touched on there, kind of where it spans the different age groups and stuff, just I would encourage anyone who might be curious about it just to dig into it and see if you can make time for it because it is so beneficial whether you've, you know, not been married long or been married for a long time. And I touched on this Saturday in regards to a different type of ministry, but just in I think it is easy to go through the motions of the day-to-day and kind of forget how to communicate with each other and kind of forget that, oh, yeah, yeah, you actually have to step back and try. <laughs> you know, it's easy to fall into those roles and just kind of do the thing. And um, this Teams is just a good way to live out that intentionality. So so if you're interested in Teams of Our Lady, you can go to Teams of Our Lady Des Moines, or, or you can email Teams of Our Lady Des Moines at gmail.com. And we have, uh, you know, it's broken down into... Uh, different different regions and sectors. And, and our local couple here in Des Moines is Stuart and Paulette Gardner. So we want to thank them for, for their leadership role that they have. But if uh, And you can reach out to them, like I say, teamsofourladydesmoines at gmail.com, and, and you can get more information on how uh, you, could, you could start a team. I want to give a, a shout-out to Joe and Jackie Carey and, and the team, uh, the entire team who put on the Day of Reflection on Saturday. Uh, you know, speaking for uh, Maria and I, we... That was a ch- that was a challenge for us, dear. We uh, uh, where our different styles, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so, sort of collided there, and it was not as a, a clean and crisp presentation as we would have hoped for. Uh, but you know, one of the things it's an we, opportunity for growth, right? It, it, we have room room to grow. We did, and we had we we had a spirited uh, conversation over at dinner. Thanks, thank, thank, thankfully, we went out to dinner in public. Uh, no, just 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 teasing. It was uh, it, it, it was good for us, and it, we hope that those who were there were able to benefit, and we want all of you to benefit. So, if you're thinking about how you can be more intentional about your marriage during this season of Lent, I would encourage you to consider Teams of Our Lady. Uh, I know there's a national website too that you can uh, that you mm-hmm. can visit for more information as well. Um, maybe real quick because I'm I'm sure that you uh, you've been listening intently all morning long. Uh, the Hallow <laughs> app. I know you're using it for yes. Lent. Uh, I'm I not. Am. So why don't why don't you give your firsthand testimony to anybody who's not familiar with it and, and might want to use oh, it? Oh gosh, um, just check it out. Try it. It is uh, it's a really easy plug and play kind of just listen to the app for ten to uh, it's about ten to twelve minutes. Something different every day. So they're not reading the whole book of He Leadeth Me, but they are sharing snippets of it, and between Jonathan Rumi and Father Mike and um, Mark Wahlberg, just all kind of um, sharing different thoughts and reflections on that. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's been a really good um, kind of focus to my day. And then on Fridays, Mark Wahlberg is doing kind of a fasting challenge. 
So I'm excited to see what that's going to be. Hmm. And then um, on you know, the weekend, you, you don't. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I I, I have to jump in because uh, you you do know that. Do you remember high school when I had the Mark Wahlberg uh, workout video that, that I was oh yeah. yeah yeah so that sure. that reminds me maybe maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should uh, maybe I should tune into to his or you can maybe you should just let me yeah, know what the Friday fasting uh, what his fasting is because I, I still I still want, I still want to be like Mark Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh my, yeah, this is going downhill. <laughs> Sorry, that, that, anyway, that's the, no, I committed good. I committed the sin of, of uh, interrupting you there, but De- Deacon Mark Wahlberg here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't encourage it, Brady. <laughs> You should see his dance moves, though. I mean, he did learn some of those from Mark Wahlberg. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I, I, any last thoughts on Hallow? No, uh, yeah. just check it out. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong with Father Mike Schmidt too, given the homily on Sundays. So, um, I think for anybody, whether you're Catholic or not, I think it is something that everybody can get something out of, just to have that little ten, fifteen minutes of focused prayer time. You know, and it's not anything you have to take a book to or, you know, do. It's just something to listen to. Who doesn't have their phone with them that can throw an app on there and listen and, and be doing other things if you need to? But, you know, it's it's definitely something to check out. I'm glad I am. Because of the Hello app, he leadeth me, Rose, to number two on Amazon's list of bestsellers. Which yeah, is, I'm not surprised. That, which not is surprised just awesome. Mm-hmm. And would you say yeah. that if you haven't read the book, you, you can still benefit from the what, what Hello is using? Oh, totally. Yeah, because I have read the book, but um, they are giving such a good background and description of who um, Father Sizik is and what the book is all about. And yeah, they've really, I'd say they're probably going to entice you to want to read it <laughs> because they're just, like I say, they're not reading it word for word. They're just kind of pulling things from it. So you're definitely going to want to read it after hearing that. She is Maria Campbell. She is my better half. I love you, dear. We'll talk to you later. I love you, too. All right. <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Father Nick, Smith, Father Nick Smith now with our Gospel Reflection of the Day. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. A stranger, and you gave me no welcome. Naked, and you gave me no clothing. Ill and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger or naked, or ill or in prison, and not minister to your needs? He will answer them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. And these will go off to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. 
The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Christ the King Parish in Des Moines. This Gospel, Matthew 25, is a classic Last Judgment scene, Last Judgment Gospel, where Jesus separates the sheep from the goats. It in a sense, fulfills this parable. This parable fulfills the words that Jesus speaks earlier in the gospel. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. The meaning of our Lenten practices is precisely this gospel. The reason why we pray fast and give alms is so that it will transform our hearts to go out and give of ourselves to the world, to love our neighbor as ourselves, and to love God above all things. May God bless you and let us continue praying for each other. Jen, the Director of Nursing at InterVisions Healthcare, a free and faith-based medical clinic in Des Moines that helps women with their unplanned pregnancies. We're looking for a registered nurse to help serve our patients. So if you'd like to come work for us, we'd love to talk to you. Call us today, 515-440-2273. If you're a compassionate and professional nurse looking to help vulnerable women in need, please give us a call, 515-440-2273. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Divine Treasures, a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community since 1992. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you, Divine Treasures, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from John Leonetti, EOS Implementer, the entrepreneurial operating system, helping businesses and organizations clarify, simplify, and achieve their vision. John.Leonetti at EOSWorldwide.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, it is President's Day, February the 19th. We have a day off today. Congratulations. Well, we're working hard for you here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Deacon Mark Campbell in for John Leonetti, along with Brady Graham, Deacon Tony Valdez. Thank you to my wife, Maria, who joined us in the first half hour. You know, one of the thoughts that I was trying to, uh, to, to come, you know, to bring to the people on, on Saturday morning was when we, we hear the sacrament of holy matrimony, do we, do we think of our marriages as holy? You know, we, we would not, uh, you know, we would not go into a church and use, use foul language or, or, you know, destroy the property. It'd be considered a sacrilege, right? It's a holy, it's a holy space. It's a holy place. But if you're, you're married, if you're married in the church, your marriage is holy, holy matrimony. And so the same way we should not desecrate our marriages or commit sacrilege against it. However, that's where we learn most closely where, what it means to be like Christ in like Christ in forgiveness, because we're often uh, prone to hurting those that are closest to us, those who we love most, often not intentionally but unintentionally. So run to confession. If you have a sinned against your spouse today or at any time, but you can also find forgiveness uh, from, from God in, in, in through God, through your spouse. So apologize to one another and then make reparations justice, right? It's not enough, just enough to say, sorry, you know, flowers and chocolate are great, but, but acts of kindness, Show true remorse and avoid whatever leads you to, to sin against your spouse today. Okay, keep your marriage as holy, people. 
We have uh, a great author coming up here. It's, it's a child's book called St. Paul's Nephew to the Rescue. And anytime I say it's a child's book, I often know the parents get just as much out of it because that's been my experience with, when we've been gifted these types of books. Claudia Cangilla McAdam and St. Paul's Nephew to the Rescue. We'll be talking with her at 745. We'll have Mark Amadeo here soon with a sports update uh, as well as Brady with weather. And we'll have some news. But let's go down to Deacon Tony because I think we have a couple birthdays to recognize. We do have a couple of birthdays to kick off the week with. We have a birthday for Tom Selgrade. And then one for Amber Brank Leone and Father Vernon Smith, all celebrating birthdays. So let us pray. God of all creation, we offer you grateful praise for the lives of those who recall today the special occasion and rejoice in your gifts of life, love, family, and friends. We humbly ask you to hear their prayers and grant them their heart's desires in accordance with your holy will. Continue to bless them with your presence and surround them with your love, that they may enjoy many happy years, all of them pleasing to you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deacon Tony. Let's go now to our top news stories of the day. News today brought to you by Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, a Catholic-owned and operated funeral home with locations in Urbandale, Adel Perry, and Winterset. Learn more at CaldwellParish.com. The Diocese of Rapid City on Saturday announced the death of Bishop Peter Muich at age of 62 with the prelate's death coming days after he entered into hospice care. Muich had announced Wednesday that he would be moving into hospice care amid treatment for esophageal and lymphatic cancer. The prelate had previously announced his cancer diagnosis in a July 2023 Facebook post. He said after several months of difficulty swallowing food, an endoscopy procedure found cancer in his lower esophagus. Pope Francis appointed Muich to lead the diocese, which serves roughly the western half of South Dakota in May of 2020. He was born in northern Minnesota and was ordained a priest in 1989 for the Diocese of Duluth. As of Sunday, no funeral arrangements had been announced. Egypt appears to be building a fortified wall along its border with the Gaza Strip, according to newly analyzed satellite photos. The construction, which has not been publicly acknowledged by the Egyptian government, comes as Israel appears ready to advance into the city of Rafah, which sits directly across the border. Egypt has long signaled concern that Israeli operations would push huge numbers of Palestinians into the Sinai Peninsula, sparking a refugee crisis and permanently displacing residents from Gaza. In southern Gaza, amid groups said Nasir, Hosp- Nasir Hospital, the largest functioning hospital remaining in the territory, ran out of fuel yesterday. Israeli forces launched a raid into the facility late last week, arresting more than 100 people. Aid groups said four medical staff remained to treat about 200 patients. This spring and summer, the buzz of bugs outside may be a bit louder than usual in some parts of Iowa. Iowans are used to seeing and hearing cicadas, but in 2024, it'll be a special year for a periodical cicada brood common to our neighbors in Illinois, which which is known as Brood 13. The last time this brood emerged was in 2017. Cicada Brood 19 will also be emerging this year for the first time since 2011. The two broods have not emerged together since 1803 when Thomas Jefferson was president, making this phenomenon incredibly rare. Aside from their noisy nature, cicadas are not a threat as they do not typically bite or sting humans. Given how warm of a winter I was seeing this year, the cicadas could begin to emerge as early as April once the ground temperatures reach around 64 degrees. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with a scoreboard update. 
In sports on your President's Day holiday Monday morning, Saturday night, high school girls class 5A regional semifinal basketball as the postseason began for the Dowling Catholic girls. And third-ranked Dowling Catholic defeating Des Moines Lincoln 106-22 at the Dowling Catholic gym. Maroons were led by freshman Kaylee Klein with 20 points, sophomore Ellie Muller with 16 points, junior Layla Tritton with 15 points, and junior Ava Zedeker with 14 points. Dowling advances to the regional final in Class 5A this Tuesday night as Dowling will host Des Moines Roosevelt at 7 o'clock at the Dowling Catholic Gym and we'll have the game on Iowa Catholic Radio. Yesterday, men's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference. Well, the Drake Bulldogs now are in a tie for first place with Indiana State. Yesterday, Drake defeated Murray State by the score of 95-72 to at the Knapp Center, Des Moines. So Drake is now tied for the conference lead with Indiana State with a conference record of 13-3 as Indiana State lost on Saturday night. In other games, Northern Iowa moved into a tie for fourth place as they upset second place Bradley by the score of 74-63 at the McLeod Center in Cedar Falls. UNI Panthers now 9-7 in the conference, again tied for fourth with an overall record of 15-12. Tonight, men's college basketball in the Big 12. First place on the line on Big Monday as number 10 Iowa State at number 3 Houston. Both teams are tied with 9-3 conference mark in the Big 12. 8 o'clock tip-off from Houston, Texas. And tonight, boys class 4A sub-state basketball. The first round here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Des Moines East at Dowling Catholic. We'll be on the air at 645 from the Dowling Catholic Gym with tip-off at 7 o'clock. Join Jimmy Cataldo and me from the Dowling Catholic Gym tonight on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio network stations. And with your Monday morning President's Day holiday sports update on the Catholic Morning Show I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. Let's go now to uh, Brady with some weather. Yeah, thank you, Deacon Mark. Uh, for today's forecast is brought to you by Deary of Ames, home of the Warranty Forever, offering new used and commercial vehicles as well as service and Mopar parts. You can learn more at DearyAmes.com. For today, partly cloudy skies with highs around 50 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear in the evening, then becoming partly cloudy, lows in the mid-20s. And for your Tuesday, sunny skies and highs in the lower 50s. Um, checking your updated temperatures around the area. We have Creston coming in at 26 degrees, uh, Marshall t- Marshalltown 23, Ames 23, and here in Des Moines, we're sitting at uh, 25 degrees. Back to you, Deacon Mark. Thank you so much. Iowa Catholic Radio Time 741. Let's go to our Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Saint Conrad of Piacenza. Doesn't necessarily roll off the tongue real easily, but uh, it is kind of fun to say. Piacenza. Conrad was born into a noble family in northern Italy, and he married the daughter of the nobleman, Euphrosine. One day while he was hunting, Conrad ordered his attendants to make a fire. The wind carried the flames, which set fire to nearby fields, forests, towns, and villages. And upon seeing this, Conrad ran away in fear. Because he ran, an innocent man was convicted for spreading the fire and was condemned to death as punishment. But upon hearing this, Conrad stepped forth to accept the blame, saving the innocent man's life. He paid for the damaged property, and he and his wife gave everything they owned to the poor in recompense. Conrad then left to join a group of Franciscan hermits, and his wife joined the poor Clares. Word eventually spread of Conrad's holiness, piety, and gift of healing. 
When many visitors began to destroy his life of silence and solitude, he moved to Sicily, where he lived and prayed as a hermit for 36 years. And legends say that when the Bishop of Syracuse visited him, the bishop asked Conrad if he had any food to offer guests. Conrad went to his cell and returned with newly made cakes, which the bishop accepted as a miracle. Conrad visited the bishop later to make a general confession to him. As he arrived, Conrad was surrounded by fluttering birds. Conrad died kneeling in front of a crucifix. So we pray today, St. Conrad, Conrad of Piacenza, to pray for us. Yes, we can always use the prayers of the saints. I know Joe Stopulus can. Let's, uh, let's go to Joe. What's happening on Man Up today? I'll take the prayers of anyone who will, who will give them, Deacon. Anyone. Well, what do we uh, what do we have in store today? What's, uh, I know that yeah, I know the so series today, that uh, it, that you've been running is starting to wind down. It, it, today is the final of the. Uh, should I say it's the final? There, you know, I, I really did enjoy the format of of the Heroic Fatherhood series a lot, and I, it, for me, it was a really unique thing to be able to kind of go under the hood of some of these great men and and get to understand what made them. You know, what, what was their experience like? What did they? What did they learn from growing up, and then you know what are they, what's their advice to fathers? So I could see myself doing one-offs here and there, but yes, today's the end of the the running series, and it's going to be a, just me flying solo, uh, kind of going through and highlighting what I learned on each of each of these men. Again, we had so many great thinkers in the church for the last call it three months or so, and so I'm going to go through today and just kind of highlight. You know, here's the, here are the major takeaways I got from each of those, and what am I going to implement in my life. It's kind of a review uh, of the entire Heroic Fatherhood series over the last three months. That sounds excellent. It, uh, it's been a lot of fun to, to follow along that, uh, that, that series. And what, 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 what do we have to look forward to next after this series? Have yeah, so, you know, I, I, no, I mean, no, there's not a series cooking, so I'm going to go back to, there, I'm, I mean, I'm always thinking about various series that I'd like to, mm-hmm. to do. You know, I, I know in the, in the short term, I've got a little one coming up on suffering. Uh, We've got one uh, coming up on uh, heroic, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a follow-up to the Heroic Fatherhood, but talking about you know our roles as husbands. Um, yeah. So I'll probably do a couple episodes on that. And then I just got some good guests coming up. But, you know, I, awesome. listen, I don't want to let everyone, you know, you got to keep people waiting. In the business, you know, Joe, it's called a teaser. It's called a teaser to keep a, <laughs> keep a, if today's episode isn't for you, tune in next week. Because it's, it's always, I say that every morning I host. If today's show wasn't good, stop back tomorrow. It might be better. But uh, there's, we offer no guarantees. But, uh, no, uh, great job, Joe. It's Man Up 9 o'clock across the Iowa Catholic Radio Network on Monday mornings or anytime at the Iowa Catholic Radio uh, website or on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Have a blessed week, my friend. Thanks, Deacon. Coming up, Claudia Cangilla McAdam in the book St. Paul's Nephew to the Rescue. I'm Mark Campbell, Deacon Mark Campbell, in for John John Leonetti this morning. Don't go anywhere. We've got uh, one more uh, segment coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's Catholic Morning Show, as I said. Looking forward to this conversation with Claudia Cangilla McAdam. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Monday, February 19th. I'm Anne Marie Cox. Get your tickets for Shamrocks and Shenanigans. This is an event of Irish fun at the shop in downtown Des Moines. It supports Catholic Charities' vital programs. Go to Shamrocks24 at GiveSmart.com and get your tickets. 
Lent is a great time to move deeper into your prayer life. If you're looking for a spiritual director to help you on your journey, contact Emmaus House. They have two full-time staff members. That's Kevin O'Donnell and April Young, and they can help you. Go to theemmaushouse.org for details. There's a retreat for college students coming up. It's in two weeks at St. Thomas Aquinas Parish in Indianola. The retreat is called Spiritual Impact Boot Camp. Contact St. Thomas Aquinas Parish in Indianola for details. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne Marie Cox. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, offering insurance products for farm, ranch, machinery, livestock, and more. It's your future. Let's protect it. Cindy's phone number is 515-226-2111 or cindyschulte.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Fitness by Design, your neighborhood fitness studio. Located in Des Moines, offering PH or fitness classes, private and semi-private training, beamer, and massage. Learn more at fitnessbydesigndm.com, 515-770-3844. Ascension Parish welcomes national speaker and author Anthony Digman to St. Malachi in Madrid, February 18th and 19th. Anthony will provide thought-provoking intellectual and spiritual formation on the topic of the true presence. Visit iowacatholicradio.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back into the Catholic Morning Show. Deacon Mark Campbell. Try to keep my, uh, my mouth in sync with my brain. Not just during this morning's show, but for the rest of the day. It could be a challenge if you've been listening. Uh, we're looking for, I'm looking forward to this next conversation. I want to welcome in Claudia Cangilla McAdam. Good morning, Claudia. Good morning, Deacon Mark. Thank you for having me on. Well, we could not not have you on. This book looks great, and it looks like a great Easter gift or a gift at any time. Uh, you know, I love stories like this that, uh, you know, they're rooted in Scripture, but it, it, it you know, doesn't actually take liberties, but it lets your imagination run wild with uh, what might have happened, right? Exactly. I love writing these types of books. Yeah. And how many have you written? Over two dozen, and I'm blessed to have three more coming out this year from wow. three different publishers. So the Lord has been very gracious. Well, so thanks so be to God. Thanks be to God, indeed. And it sounds like we'll probably be having some more conversations in the future as those uh, become available. <laughs> but let's talk about St. Paul's Nephew to the Rescue. What is the, what's the premise behind St. Paul's Nephew to the Rescue? This book is published by Our Sunday Visitor, and it's based, as you said, on a true story. It's in the Bible, but hardly anybody knows that St. Paul's nephew saved his uncle's life. So in this story, St. Paul is imprisoned, and angry men are plotting to kill him. St. Paul's nephew, Jonathan, overhears their evil plan. And even though he's small and he's afraid, he knows that he needs to do something to stop these men from killing his uncle. He courageously informs the Roman guards who are guarding St. Paul about the plan to kill his uncle. And what he tells them saves Paul's life. Mm. What, what, what drew you to this particular? Because I think maybe there's some people out there that are like, you know, now that she mentions it, I, I do kind of remember something like that. <laughs> what, what made you, what drew you to this particular story? And, you know, I, I love sacred scripture so much so that I, I got a master's degree in theology at, with an emphasis on sacred scripture. And I read the Bible cover to cover every year. And every time I would come across this story in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 23, 
it always intrigued me because I thought, you know, this, this is apparently a child who does something really courageous. And we're only talking about seven verses in sacred scripture, but mm-hmm. seven is the number of completion and the number ah. of covenant, and, and there's something important here. <laughs> so I thought, you know, I think kids would really enjoy learning about this story. So I've fictionalized a little bit this historical account and put on paper St. Paul's Nephew to the Rescue. Well, and so let's talk about that a little bit, because this, you don't have just a book. You, you have some resources, uh, discussion activity guides as well. Is that, is that correct? I, I do. I, for all of my books, I write a free discussion and activities guide that's available through my website, ClaudiaMcAdam.com, and it's chock full of fun things to do, such as a, a word search and a maze and a crossword puzzle and a coloring page for younger readers. But it's also got questions that help kids understand the motivations and actions of the main character in the story and then help those same readers to explore the virtues and to think about how they might incorporate those virtues into their own lives. Mm. That's that's brilliant because I, as I mentioned um, uh, earlier in the show, I said you know I mentioned when I mentioned a kids book, you know I, I say that with just the the knowledge of the parent or the reader as you as you said, uh, it takes away from uh, as much as the uh, as maybe the child that they're reading to, right? And, and so this is a great opportunity to you know again continue to incorporate some of those things that you want uh, them. To, what else do you want people to take away from from the book? Well, I, I hope that kids realize that the Bible is full of stories, and sometimes very, very small little snippets of a story, but they're in there for a reason, and even though we might gloss over some of these brief stories, they really do have a lot to say to us about, in this example, living out the cardinal and theological virtues, for example. And I hope that the children come away from the story learning about acting heroically in the face of danger, and what it means to be a Christian witness. And as St. Paul says to us in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me, and this book is a good example of doing just that. That's, uh, that, that, that's exciting. What, uh, so where can people, there is a trailer for the book, is that right? And where can people get the book? Right. There, there is a book trailer. I produce a book trailer for each of my books so that people can get a little uh, glimpse into what the story is about. And it's either available by going to my website, ClaudiaMcAdam.com, or searching for St. Paul's Nephew to the Rescue on YouTube. And to purchase the book, people can, can do that at a local Catholic bookstore, such mm-hmm. as Your Own Divine Treasures. Oh, very or good. On, you know, they may not have it in stock, but they can get it for you, mm-hmm. or at online retailers, or through the publisher's website, and that would be osvcatholicbookstore.com. Very good. Well, now, now I'm curious. What, what, what is next? You said you've got uh, three more that you're working on. What, uh, what, what, what can we be, look, we, we be looking forward to? I do. And, and one that, the next one that's coming up I'm, I'm very excited about because the movie production company Angel Studios asked me to write a picture book about Mother Cabrini that they're going to release in conjunction with their major motion picture that comes out next month entitled Cabrini. It's a stunning movie. It's a a great depiction of the work of St. Francis Xavier Cabrini, the first American citizen to be canonized a saint, and to be able to write a kid's book 
that the movie may not be accessible to younger children, that, you know, it may be, a, be above them. Sure. But a, pic, a picture book about Mother Cabrini will help them get a sense of uh, the wonderful way this woman lived and worked and what she did to change lives and actually change the world. Well, that's the then that's the next assignment. This follow up, uh, Deacon Tony will will get you scheduled on because that's uh, I think that release date is just right around the corner. If I'm not uh, not not too mistaken, the movie comes out. Does it come out in March? Does that sound March right? March eighth? March eighth. Yeah. yeah, very good. Well, yeah. we'll we'll have to visit again here in, in a couple of weeks. Uh, your website again, ClaudiaMcAdam.com. Is that right? That is right. You can find everything about me there and my books. And I love making online and in-person presentations about my books. So I invite people to reach out if they're a, a school teacher at a Catholic school or yes. RE class or homeschool school group. I'm available. Well, thank you so much for making time with us. And thank you for this great work. And uh, we encourage people to pick up St. Paul's Nephew to the rescue. Uh, a great story that, as she said, only only captures about seven lines in Scripture. Uh, but it will be a lot of fun for, for you and your family. Have a great uh, Holy Lent, Claudia. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Deacon. God bless you all. God bless you. All right, that puts a wrap on today's show. Deacon Tony, let's, uh, let's close it out with a prayer, shall we? Convert us, O God, our Savior, and instruct our minds by heavenly teaching that we may benefit from the works of Lent. And may the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us, protect us all from evil, and bring us to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deacon Tony. And on behalf of Brady Grimm, Deacon Mark Campbell, Happy to sit in for John Leonetti. Grateful you chose to be with us this morning. We'll be back on tomorrow. Matt Selby from the Archdiocese of Dubuque. And Dr. Bud Marr will be also joining us tomorrow talking about a retreat he's going to be putting on. So have a great day. May your day be blessed and be confident in Christ's mercy and his love. Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died.